Hello, welcome to the Kaleidoscope, your portal to possibilities and soul-satisfying solutions. Get ready to embark on an inspired journey in a quest for a whole new perspective. I'm your host, Ashley Bernard, introducing people to the beautiful gems that they are. Every story, voice, and person are all a part of a masterpiece. In all our brokenness and colors, we are truly meant to reflect each other. So I'll be mixing and merging your creative thinking and intuition as we peek into ideas, philosophies, and mysteries that expose the perfect truth about you. So let's open our minds. It's time for the Kaleidoscope. Welcome to the Kaleidoscope. I'm so excited. Um, Today we have Eddie back with us and we are going to be discussing meditation today. I think, um, I think one of my favorite things about meditation is that we get to make it what we want it to be. And I think that there's such a misconception about meditation these days, because everyone is always thinking that meditation is difficult because you have to sit and, um, and clear your mind. But the reality is, is that is not the goal at all. The goal is not clearing because as you're trying to clear your mind, all you're thinking about is clearing your mind and your mind's not clear because you're trying to clear your mind. Right. And it doesn't make <laughs> sense. But I think that today um, it would be really valuable, Eddie, if we could teach people some techniques, um, uh, spin some perception, some perceptions and some ideas about what meditation yeah. is to each of us individually, because meditation right. is an individual practice in which we are experiencing a connection with spirit within us. Absolutely. And I would also like to say this, prayer and meditation are the flip side. If you take a dollar bill, you have the face and then you have the reverse side, right? So prayer, meditation, go hand in hand. And I think a lot of times people don't realize the value of what I call true prayer, real prayer, that personal prayer followed with meditation, what is it? And we each can find something that works for us. We don't have to follow a certain practice. We can begin with it and then mold it to work for us. But tell me, Eddie, what does prayer look like to you? Because I I know a lot of people who pray and then I know a lot of people who don't pray and, and but a lot of people that, that pray, um, They go by a set prayer that they say every time. And my input on that is I always say that is a, um, that is a robotic type of, 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 of a technique. And so whenever you're speaking in prayer robotically and repetitively, it is no longer genuine and authentic and, 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 and personal. It just then becomes a, um, you know, it just becomes autopilot and and in autopilot, we are unaware and we are just doing the next thing. Yes, Jesus told us to go into the closet to say our prayers, that if that if we pray like the heathens who are wordy, you use lots of words. He went on to say that it never went above the roof. Well, what did he mean by that? Go within, turn within. The prayer should come within. It shouldn't uh, it shouldn't be wrote. Um, It should be heartfelt. So prayer to me is something that is heartfelt. It's spoken of not by the mind, but by the heart. If I may share with you real quick, every morning, here's how I start my day. First, it's 
I love, you know, I just love to say good morning to creation. Then it's, and I don't, you know, whatever you want to call it. I just say, hey, Jesus, what would you have me think today? Who would you have me see? What would you have me say? I just open myself up to it. The fourth and last thing is, what can we create today that will bless all of creation? Now the rest of the day is spent in meditation, which is me listening to the desires for that creation, to bring it into manifestation. Whoever it is I meet, it is a, I consider it a holy encounter, but I have to be listening to the heart, to my heart, to know what it is that I, I will say, what it is that the other person is really saying to me, so that I remove my personal self out of it. I don't take it um, that no matter what it is they say, I don't take personally. A lot of times what they're saying has nothing to do with me, but for some reason the ego just wants to make it, you know, about me. Uh, of course, that's what the ego's job is. So if I'm truly listening from the heart rather than the mind, the egoic mind, now I can hear what, uh, what the person is actually saying and respond rather than react. So if you were to ask me meditation, of course, I love to spend about 10 to 15 minutes every morning. I love my meditation music. I put on my, I put on my headset, I plug into it. I listen to several, um, um, it's what I call meditation music and, and just, sit and quietly just still my mind so that my day starts with peace instead of this conflict. The rest of the day, meditation to me is listening. At the end of the day, meditation takes on a, a little different view because now at night, I still do, you know, uh, my meditation music. I, I, I want to, you know, I... I'm not, I don't care about quieting or stilling my mind. That's, it doesn't matter. It's from the heart. I turn within to my heart space. Then I'm like, all right. And it comes in three phases. Reflection, where I look back at the day. I look back at the day <clears throat> in certain 12 step, pro, 12 step programs. You know, it's look back at the day. And are there any places that I may, might need to forgive myself, other, or make amends? The second aspect is introspection. I dive past that and look at where could I have loved more that day? Where could I have spoken what I did in such a way that it was more loving, more caring, more compassionate? Please understand, I don't go at it to beat myself up. I, I simply look at it and go, ah, next time I can remember to be more loving by saying this or by, in some instances, it just shutting up and listening, you know, it's, so what is meditation to me? It simply is. It's something that, that I try to stay in all day, always in contact with the source, the higher self and following its guidance and direction, which means I have to be coming from the heart because the mind is too, the monkey mind is too busy telling me what I need to do, what I need to say, what I need to think. 
and is to distract. So it really is living from the heart, always remaining in touch with that higher perspective, that higher self, the source, following its guidance uh, direction, which means I have to be listening. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, I completely, I completely understand. I think that meditation is listening. My, my routine goes a whole, like, I love that you say good morning. I do too. Good morning. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Good morning. And, and I always tell people when I pray, it is the same way that I would speak to a friend. Yesterday, um, I, I prayed and I said, listen, JC, um, the water bill needs paid. I know you got this, babe. Love you so much. Thanks. And, and a lot of times when I pray, it's a very expectant type of a prayer and that's it. And it's a very expectant type of prayer because I understand, I understand the God within myself that I can express it outwardly. And meditation for me, I, like you said, I, I think that it is listening. I do try to just still myself and go into the silence. For instance, um, you know, I feel as though going into the stillness is where God is because unconditional yeah. love and, and God is, is just the quiet and the silence and inside of the silence, you know, they say that um, silence speaks, speaks volumes and it does. So once I, once I feel like I'm able to enter into that silence then I can begin to understand. So for me, um, I guess uh, I, I love that we have these contrasting ways, our techniques that we use, because for me, my mind is so crazy. You know, I, I got a lot going on and then the kids and, and, and so it's wonderful um, to see how, how it differs because I have to be someone that sits myself down and really goes into it. Because throughout the day, it's so difficult for me to continuously be aware of, uh, of the listening aspect of it. Does that make sense? When I retire at nighttime, I do what I call my personal inventory. Okay, what happened today? Yeah. And, and then I allow myself um, the, the moment to, without judgment, truly take a hard look at the truth about myself, my actions, my responses, my words, my thoughts, my motives, and my intentions. Because then it allows myself, it allows me to almost um, wipe the slate clean and transfer to a new day all of the information gained from that introspection. I've learned that it has almost deepened my connection with spirit. I'm in a, a lesson right now with spirit. Whenever I speak to JC about it, he always says to me, the one thing I want you to do, Ashley, is become a student of your own behavior is where the power lies. Me being able to live through you comes through your behaviors. So once you become completely aware of it, then I can live through you. And that's where the meditation and the prayer happens because it's in prayer. And I feel like prayer to me is a two-way two conversation as well, because a lot of times when I pray, JC speaks right back to me almost immediately. Yes. And, it, and it's incredible. Yeah you know, how it happens. And, and it may not be so much um, a, a speaking like a, a, a verbal. And at times I do hear it, you know, um, physically, yeah. but sometimes too, almost instantly, I'll get a phone call. I'll get an email. Something will just happen. And I'll be like, you are just crazy. I can't believe you <laughs> did that. You're just nuts. I love yeah. you. Because yeah. it's so powerful when you're in that contact, you know? Yeah. Yes. Because the same thing with me, I do the same thing. Literally, a conversation just like you and I are having. I cannot tell you how many times I have said, uh, Jesus brother, come on, we're gonna sit down and have us a talk. <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 you know, uh, I need to I need to come to Jesus meeting because here is something I, I need. Now 
I'm going to, and I will, and I will say, I'm going to be upfront. I'm going to come at this from a place of judgment, but, and I know you can hear me and you can help me change my perspective. Help me see this differently. But right now I'm coming at you with some judgment because I know I have to get it out of me. Then once, once, once I get it out of me and I've released it, now, now I can begin to hear. And I love what you said, because sometimes I hear that voice as clearly as I hear you speaking to me. Absolutely. You know, okay. Other times it's fascinating. My, you know, my phone speaks to me. I will get messages on my phone that are exactly what I needed to hear in that mo- for the, for it, as the answer in that moment. It comes, it comes in all kinds of ways. And, and my job is not to limit God, limit the source as to how the answer is going to be delivered. Absolutely. No, I completely agree. I love that you said, I'm going to come to you in a place of judgment um, with this because in my prayers, I'm always coming from a place of judgment. And that is something where I think that people have this misconception of judgment in this just a bad light behind it, where judgment is not, there's nothing in the world that is truly a negative thing. Spirit does not perceive negative and positive. That's a human concept that, that we have created. A judgment is nothing more than a, than, than a um, understanding that we have about something in particular. That's it. That's it. I, I can yeah. look at someone and say, he's wearing a black shirt. It's a judgment period. But when, as far as it comes with prayer, that's where, what I think is so powerful is if people can get really into a prayer routine and it doesn't matter what it looks like. Mine is totally right. I mean, I could be in Kroger's and be like, I cannot believe this. They just changed up my Oreos. JC, I cannot believe this happened. And that's a total prayer for me because I'm allowed, because I'm, I'm allowing JC in every aspect of my life. There's not one area that I don't, that I don't allow him to participate in. And that's, that's what prayer is to me is that continuous beautiful like best friend um connection that i have where i I just it's just a continuous back and forth and that that's what i think prayer should be and and it can be as radical or as structured or whatever as people want it to be as long as it's being implemented and i really am so glad that you brought up about prayer meditation being together because i think that that i think that that is so powerful and honestly i never even thought about it being like a dollar bill but as far as meditation goes do you have any specific techniques that you implement to get yourself into um, like a certain particular state of oneness. Yes. And um, again, it's what I had to find that works for me. It's I love to put my headphones on and listen to two kinds of music, meditation music, or I love something called orchestral uh, epic music. And I love the orchestra. And it really depends on the mood I'm in. If I want to feel the power I listen to the orchestral epic music. If I truly just want the the uh, just the stillness, I will listen to the meditation music. It just depends on what my heart is telling me at that moment. I listen to it and I literally say to myself, I'm home, I'm home. Because no matter where I am, God is wherever I am because God is within me. So I'm home. I don't have to go seeking anywhere. I'm home. So that's and- your, that's your, it's like yes. coming home from work. Honey, I'm That's home. Fun. So you're saying, hey, God, I'm here. Let's go. Yes. Yes. I'm home. I love it. Right. 
I'm home. And that open to me, that opens the door. The next thing is as I go into meditation, I because I do teach this, that gratitude is the hinge that the door of love swings upon. Love is the door to the heart. So I always, always come into my prayer or meditation first thing with gratitude. I don't go through this list, this rote list of, you know, thank you for the how, thank you for the foot, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know that's already there. It's thank you for this experience, this life. My One of the things I love to do is at night, I will sit out on the porch for 10 minutes and I've got the meditation music going and I simply simply get into that heart space of where I am so grateful to to have to have this experience that we call life that and, and I and I do say this I will I will admit I say God there is there is nothing I can give you but my gratitude and I know that's that's all you that's all that is asked for is my gratitude my thanksgiving for this life and and we are one and that's always always bring it back to the we are one thank you for this. You can, I want you to hear, but I want you to hear it. I want you to feel it from my perspective, feel creation, how wonderful all of this is, because that is, that's how deeply grateful I am to be here, to, to be a present, to be in this state. And I'd like to, I'd like to say this real quick. I know so many people who, who are down on it. And I know spiritual people who consider this um, experience, they just want to get through it so that they can move on. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is it. This is, wherever we are in this moment is exactly where we need to be in this moment. And we're always home. We're always home. If we turn within, we're always home. That is where now, as you asked me, how do I get into the oneness, into the unity? I'm home. I, I'm home. We are now I'm with my, my, as you would say, my spiritual family. Yes. It's my brother, Jesus. It's God, whatever terms you want to call it. I'm home. And now, and now comes the party. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. I think for me, my techniques are, are a little bit different. The techniques that I use to get into the oneness, I love that you talked about the meditation music because for me, meditation music is wonderful when I'm trying to relax, but I have got to have that focal point because I do have one of those racing minds. And so getting my mind to focus, it has always been my task. And what I use is I use hearts frequencies, pure tones, and I use five, uh, five, two, eight Hertz frequency. Yep. It's a pure tone. So it's just the, it's just the tone. So whenever I go into my meditative state, I, I use the tone, I have it on headphones. And then a lot of times I will, I will focus my eyes on whatever's directly ahead of me. I will begin to focus them kind of like putting them in and out of focus. And once that happens, all of a sudden everything goes black. And once that happens, I know that I'm there. And then once I'm there, I will close my, I will physically close my eyes and I, and I point my eyes, um, sort of inwards and upwards towards my third eye. And the entire time I'm, I'm okay. meditating, I am always, I'm always using that spot as my focal point, because I like to say that that's my, um, that's my screen projector. 
So everything that I am, am viewing will be on that screen. Tone itself allows me to get lost inside of the frequency. Uh-huh. Sense? So um, yeah. the, the 528 is the transformation frequency. And lately that's just yeah. the, the feeling that I've been into. So, and, and at night I listen to 528 all night while I sleep as well, because as humans, we are, we are taught, we've been taught um, about what, what we find appealing and what is not appealing. And it's supposed to be unappealing to us because, because, it's disrupting this physical plane that we're living on. But another one of the techniques that I like to use also is to become very aware of my body and my breath. Our mind cannot multitask. Not really. It's not possible. So we can't be thinking. All right, guys. So that's all the time that we have for today. Once again, thank you, Eddie. Come back and see us again soon to get some more perspective for your life. I love you guys. Have a great day.